0: State war on the U.S. Constitution, next on One Nation. Hello, America. Welcome to One Nation. I'm your host, Dr. Jake Jacobs. Yes, I'm still in Arizona wearing my Arizona Cardinal shirt, my Arizona Cardinal hat. And, uh, by the way, I haven't become a Green Bay Packer forgetter. I love the Green Bay Packers. My new motto is, all you need is love. Da-da-da-da-da. But here I am in Arizona. We actually was, I was working on a series called American Crisis at the Border for the jakejacobshow.com That will be coming out sometime probably in June. We're still working on that. But, once again, as bad as the crisis is at the border which I've been extensively involved in. I am seeing crisis upon crisis upon crisis in the United States. And I did want to talk about that, but I did want to mention something. I have been hanging out with Arizona rancher Jim Chilton, and he has this license plate, Arizona beef, Grand Canyon State. And he gave that to me. And I'm, I'm excited to be able to have some of the finest steak, finest meat, West of the Mississippi River. And I got to tell you something. I am a Megan and darn proud of being a Megan. And I say Megan just to piss off the vegans. But that's not the topic of today's show. Today's show to me is a crisis. A crisis in American courts of law. A crisis in the halls of Congress. And a crisis in Joe Biden's White House. Which is becoming more and more driven by anti-constitutionalism. I happen to be presently reading a book called The Majesty of the Law by Sandra Day O'Connor. Sandra Day O'Connor. And I'm telling you, as I'm going through her book, she has a chapter in here. Oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this. I actually, back in the day, before I was gray, used to beg Sandra Day O'Connor's grocery. She was a federal judge out of Phoenix, Arizona. And she lived near the Biltmore area in Phoenix. I worked at Safeway and she'd come in and I would bag her groceries a number of times. And after she was appointed as the first woman on the Supreme Court, I was able to congratulate her and thank her for her dedication to the United States. Now, when she was put on the court, she was considered to be a conservative. And unfortunately, this is from my opinion, um, she, in some cases went too left as far as I'm concerned. Some areas conservative, some areas too far left, and I, a lot of people would say that she let them down, and, and, and she did to me leave us, let us down as far as, uh, to me, proper conservative adjudication based upon original intent of founders of the country. But here's the point. As I'm reading her book, The Majesty of the Law, Sandra o- Day O'Connor is ta- has Chapter 5, and Chapter 5 is called The Magna Carta and the Rule of Law. And in there, she talks about the development of the rule of law, English common law, parliamentary republicanism. Uh, she talked about, you know, great thinkers like the John Locke of the world, English philosophers, English politicians, English thinkers who were developing a democratic republicanism. She talked in there actually about Anglo-Saxon law or what's also known as Anglo-American law. So if you want to get a sense of this this importance of Anglo-American law or that term, remember that term angle, because in this woke day and age, Anglo is not a good word. But I want you to hear the attorney general for uh, for Donald Trump, Jeff Sessions, talk about Anglo-American heritage. Here goes quickly. The Office of Sheriff is a critical part of, of the Anglo-American heritage of law enforcement.
1: I sincerely hope that we can protect what's been called the Great Writ, a writ that's been in place in the Anglo-American legal system for over 700 years. Called the Office the of writ, Sheriff
0: is a critical a part place of, of the Anglo-American American heritage
1: legal of system. law enforcement.
0: Well, what's going on here? Here's Attorney General Jeff Session, top, you know, top cop, so to speak, lawyer, so to speak, in the United States of America under Donald Trump. And he says the Anglo-American heritage. And they went after him as a white supremacist and a racist for saying Anglo-American heritage. And yet there's Barack Obama, graduate of Harvard Law School. Right. Remember, his mentor was Derek Bell, creator of critical racist theory. Right? This Marxist Obama who was influenced by Marxist professors and yet he even uses the term Anglo-American legal system for over 700 years. What's going on there? Well, I guess I'll have to be back for the rest of the story. Welcome back to the to One Nation, uh, my fellow Americans. This is your host, Dr. Jake Jacobs. So before the break, we were talking about uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions saying Anglo-American heritage and lawyer, Harvard Law School graduate, Barack Obama, using the term Anglo-American legal system. And the woke folk, they hate that term Anglo because they say, you see, it's about these these Anglo folks from Angoland, and the Angoland people are white. And of course, as you know, in critical race theory or critical theory, special critical race theory that we have today, uh, all whites are en masse indicted as being oppressors, supremacists, and therefore they're destroyers of what they would say is true democracy, which is not, which is a lie. But uh, as I'm talking about this perversion of language and this denial of of the Judeo-Christian Anglo-American legal heritage, I I reflect upon when I was younger, when uh, Democrats and Republicans would actually work together for the common good and they respected Anglo-American law and heritage. One such guy is a gentleman by the name of Senator Carl Hayden. I have a pick here. Carl Hayden, is you see him here with Senator, uh, excuse me, with Congressman, excuse me, President LBJ, Lyndon Baines Johnson. And in the pick from 1968, Carl Hayden, he's an icon here in Arizona. In fact, uh, I moved here in 1974 and Carl Hayden had just died. And people were talking about the great Democratic Senator Carl Hayden that he had accomplished so much he was first elected in 1912 as a congressman and he went all the way to 1969 as a senator for he was a congressman and a senator he worked with president woodrow wilson calvin coolidge herbert hoover fdr harry s truman uh, ike uh, lbj and then retired in 69 And and, and the reason I bring him up is Carl Hayden was a Democrat, like I used to be a Democrat. I voted for Jimmy Carter. Forgive me for that. You know, uh, uh, the Democratic Party, in essence, abandoned some of the values that I saw as a kid back in the day. But I bring up this Carl Hayden because if I take you into a a Phoenix map, in the map, it actually talks about the Central Arizona Project, the Hayden Roads Aqueduct. Now, Rhodes was a congressman in Arizona when I was here going to Arizona State. He was a Republican, and he worked with the Democrat for the common good, for water, so people in Arizona could actually have water, which is, as you know, essential for life around the world. So they worked together. In fact, this Carl Hayden was responsible with the Republican Dwight Eisenhower for the 1956 uh, interstate highway system. He was also responsible for for National Park situation in the Grand Canyon and Tonto National Forest and, and did a lot of great things with the Republican Barry Goldwater, who actually made Ronald Reagan quite famous in 1964. So here's the point. What has happened to that desire for Republicans and Democrats to work together for the common good? When I was down at the Arizona rancher, Jim Chilton's place, there's a picture of me with him just recently. And we saw what we did with my cameraman, uh, Scott, and we we're down at the ranch. 84-year-old Jim Chilton, 50,000 acres uh, of, of ranch property, 1,000 cattle We're on the border by the Biden wall, a cartel coming into his property over and over again. Jim Chilton a Republican used to be the special assistant to the famous Democratic Senator Carl Hayden. And the point I'm bringing up is this Jim Chilton, he's a part of Arizona history, Work with Barry Goldwater, worked with Carl Hayden for the common good. We've lost that. What has happened? You know what's happened is I call it the new old new left. The leftists, what we know as uh, wokocrats, uh, the Democrats, have been taken over by these. They're hardcore leftists. These are not good liberals. These are illiberal fascists, and they've permeated and taken over the Democratic Party. Let's go back in history. Let's go back to 1991 when uh, Joe Biden was on the Senate committee, where they, the Senate committee hearings for who was going to be on the Supreme Court. Thurgood uh, Marshall was uh, was off the court. He had passed away. And and, uh, uh, Barack Obama, excuse me, uh, George H.W. Bush had actually appointed Clarence Thomas to the board. All right, to the Supreme Court, and Joe Biden went after him because he said he believed in natural law. This is very relevant to what I'm saying. We have a headline from the uh, Washington Post here where it says law and natural law, questions for, for Judge Thomas. That article was written by Joe Biden in 1991. Another one from the New York Times, look what it says. It says here, opinion, Clarence Thomas and natural law. That's when Lawrence Tribe, a leftist law professor from uh, Harvard University, was in essence saying, be leery of people like Clarence Thomas because they believe in natural law. They believe in law that... Origin comes from God Almighty. Well, let's do. Let's go down historical. Let's go down history and let's check a little bit about the origin of this. If you look in the Declaration of Independence, it has four mentions of God. It talks in the first paragraph about the laws of nature and nature's God. It says that our life and liberty, that we've been endowed by our creator who gives us life and liberty. God is also called the supreme judge of the world in the Declaration of Independence and also divine providence. Now, all these things mentioned in the Declaration deal with, they derive from, Christian Enlightenment thinking, the Judeo-Christian world, some of the Greco-Roman world uh, influenced our founders within the universities, the Harvard and Yales. and, And they called God in the Declaration Supreme Judge. Now, they're very uncomfortable. These vocalcrats, these leftists, become very uncomfortable when that kind of language is used. Like, there's a creator. There's the laws of nature and nature's God. Well, it's interesting. Laws of nature, nature's God. Well, where does that come from? If you go back into, like Sandra Day O'Connor was mentioning, the origin of, of law in America, constitutional law, the Magna Carta, British common law. Well, there were people like Sir uh, Richard and and, and and John Locke and others who talked about natural law, who talked about a law above man's law. Now, that's not new. People like Frederick Douglass, who was a Christian, he said this, interpreted as it ought to be interpreted, the Constitution is a glorious liberty document. And he would say over and over again, this destroys critical racist theory, by the way, he would say, look, the constitution as it was written and the founder's intent was to ultimately create equality for all, as long as we live up to the words of the declaration, that glorious document. And he would speak in his writings, and his speeches, he would talk about there was a law above man's law. And what was that law? Well, a student of Frederick Douglass was Martin Luther King. And his incredible letters from a Birmingham jail, look what he says. A just law is a man-made code that squares with the moral law or the law of God. Yep. That's what Martin Luther King said. The law of God, an unjust law, is a code that is out of harmony with the moral law. Because Martin Luther King at that time period was speaking into that democratic, racist world, systemic, institutionalized racism where the laws of Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, Virginia, uh, etc. Where, where we're all about segregation, discrimination. We're racist through and through. And Martin Luther King with this strong tradition, English common law, Anglo-American law was reaching up into that law and that law reached up into the heavens and said there is a law above man's law, a law that says to love thy neighbor, a law that says you shouldn't steal, a law that says you should uh, uh, you know, not murder, etc., etc." And therefore that was commonplace in America. Now, by the way, Martin Luther King, even in that Letters to Birmingham jail, invokes St. Augustine. Look at this. One has not only a legal but a moral responsibility to obey just laws. Conversely, one has a moral responsibility to disobey unjust laws. I would agree with St. Augustine that an unjust law is no law at all. And later on, Martin Luther, he's quoting Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Jesus Christ, the Apostle Paul, and Augustine, Aquinas, along with Augustine. See this—the this strong Judeo-Christian influence on American constitutional law, on Anglo-American heritage, that which Barack Obama and Jeff Sessions spoke of. But the problem is, the left has such a hatred. They want to destroy any memory of our history. Speaking of that, think of it. 1949, Harry S. Truman is speaking out against Soviet socialism atheism, the evil mass murderer Joseph Stalin. And listen to what Harry S. Truman says. We believe that all men are created equal because they are created in the image of God, the Imago Dei. That's the Democrat Harry S. Truman. See, Democrats have been taken over by the atheists, the Wokocrats, the socialist squad types like Ocasio-Cortez. And therefore, they despise the fact that an American president, Democrat at that, goes into the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, and says, Man, men and women, actually men who are men and women who are women, are made in the imago de the image of God. This, this is a short show. I don't have enough time. I could cover dozens and dozens and dozens of quotes from founding fathers, American presidents, on and on and on. But in 1961, the Soviet Union, which was predicting an atheistic, utopic world by 1980, to quote Nikita Khrushchev, John Fitzgerald Kennedy, President Kennedy said this, the rights of man come not from the generosity of the state, But from the hand of God, the hand of God, he's going right into the book of Exodus and quoting from the book of Exodus. uh, What are you you saying here? Jake, those are Democrats. Yes, that's the way the Democrats, a number of them, used to think. But more and more and more, the atheists, the radicals, the socialists, the Wokocrats have permeated, have taken over the Democratic Party, the DNC. The DNC dares to say that they've been fighting civil rights for 200 years. They lie right in their Our History section of the DNC webpage. But the point is there is this, this desire by these leftists not good classic liberals or classic republicans but leftists to destroy those who would stand up for traditional values so my friend sheriff mark lamb who's written a book recently called american sheriff traditional values in a modern world traditional values in a modern world the left the left the left folk the wokocrats the hardcore democrats who've been taken over by the socialists They despise sheriffs like that who believe in original intent, who believe in our U.S. Constitution, who believe, like Jeff Sessions, the Attorney General, when he said, when he spoke about our American, uh, Anglo American heritage, he was speaking to the National Sheriff's Association. And these sheriffs, by the way, during this whole radical time period in our history, they were standing up for U.S. law. So they are out. In fact, let's look and see what. Amy Coney Barrett, for example, I, Amy Coney Barrett, when she was being appointed to a district uh, judge, they didn't like her because she was Catholic. She was traditional. She taught law at Notre Dame. And look what Diane Feinstein said about Amy Coney Barrett. She grills her and she says, you, you, you are the dogma lives within you. Shame on you. Immediately, these leftists were trying to go after any conservative, traditional uh, advocate of the Judeo-Christian foundation of our nation. Look what they did with Brett Kavanaugh. Brett Kavanaugh believed in uh, the Anglo-American heritage like Barack Obama did. He believed in, in a law above man's law, that our law should be righteous based upon loving thy neighbor. And what happened? He was falsely accused. They went after him. They tried to destroy his reputation. They lied because they didn't want him on the Supreme Court. They did the same thing with Gorsuch and many others. Now, I want you to hear when they went after Clarence Thomas, Joe Biden did many years ago. This is over 30 years ago. Senator Joe Biden went after him because he believed in natural law. Here goes this is a circus
1: it's a national disgrace and from my standpoint as a black American as far as I'm concerned it is a high-tech lynching for uppity blacks who in any way deign to think for themselves to do for themselves to have different ideas and it is a message that unless you kowtow to an old order this is what will happen to you you will be lynched destroyed caricatured by a committee of the US US Senate rather than hung from a tree
0: I'll tell you what, to this day, it still disgusts me with what Ted Kennedy and Joe Biden, that lifer politician in politics since 1973, over 30 years ago, was going after Clarence Thomas because he believed in natural law, because he believed in our Anglo-American heritage, just like Barack Obama said. New Republic, by the way, just had an article that said, the headline said this, the Democrats need to destroy Clarence Thomas's reputation. Make him a metaphor for the insidious things of the far right. This is exactly what's going on. In fact, just recently, I think we have a clip here from the news where the Senate, Democrats in the Senate, are calling for an investigation into Clarence Thomas. Absolutely disgusting. In fact, I have a quick clip here from Ocasio-Cortez of the Socialist Squad calling to go after him. Here goes. Justice Clarence Thomas You want him to be impeached after a new ProPublica report this week revealed that he accepted luxury vacations from a Republican billionaire donor without disclosing them. Thomas is now defending himself. And here's what he's saying. He's saying, quote, early in my tenure at the court, I sought guidance from my colleagues and others in the judiciary and was advised that this sort of personal hospitality from close personal friends
1: who did not have business before the court was reportable was not reportable, rather. What is your response? I think that his own statement contradicts, uh, contradicts many of the facts on the ground and also raises, in other ways, even more serious questions. Later on in his statement, he stated that the reason and the rationale for this exemption was personal hospitality from an old friend. And he said himself in his statement, a friend of 25 years, Justice Thomas has been on the court for 30 years. And so to say what he is admitting in his statement in an attempt to defend himself is that he began this relationship with a billionaire and receiving these sorts of gifts as after he was appointed to the Supreme Court of the United States. I think that that in and of itself indicates a very, very serious problem. And then on top of that, he is now implicating his colleagues. And I do believe that Chief Justice John Roberts must now come forward. and. And state if he allows and is allowing this kind of very serious corruption to happen on the, on this court. I think, you know, when it comes to, to Justice uh, Thomas's statement, when he's talking about his colleagues and when he's talking about who advised him to break the law, I think we need to know who those people are.
0: She's lying. She's just straight out lying. People, there's nothing new under the sun by any means necessary. They want to destroy those individuals, Donald Trump, Clarence Thomas, Amy Coney Barrett, Kavanaugh, Gorsuch, anybody that dares to stand up for the natural law, Judeo-Christian foundation of our nation. My fellow Americans, the Democratic Party has been taken over by the new old new left. They're, de- they're determined to destroy anyone who gets in their Marxist worldview way. The ideological leftism is out to transform and change our great republic under God. And you and I must be bold and take action and speak out to save our republic. So until we meet again, God bless, Godspeed, and happy trails to you.